Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jeremy. And welcome to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I discuss our favorite childhood movies. This is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Since we were kids, we've been obsessed with movies and have found ourselves always speaking to each other in movie quotes. To the point that we formed many inside jokes, or as we like to call them, Inside quotes. quotes! That was bloody brilliant! Each episode, my brother and I will be taking turns picking a movie to rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. Hmm. I know some of these words. We hope you'll join us for the ride, and maybe we'll make a few inside quotes of our own. Enjoy the show! And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Hey, Jonathan. This new guest we got on the show, I don't really know about it, but I'm sure he'll come around eventually. Jeremy, I've got some bad news for you. What's that? I'm not going to be your co-host anymore. <laughs> Real funny. I'm serious, Jeremy. What? I've been offered another podcasting job. I'm going to be the, the co-host on the Joe Rogan experience. So don't go. <laughs> can always find another brother. <laughs> but we're ducks. <laughs> What's up, Duck Nation? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to episode 17 of Inside Quotes. I'm your host, Jonathan, and I'm here with my brother, Jeremy, as always, to review the third installment of the Mighty Ducks franchise, D3. The Quack Attack is back, Jack! Again. (laughs) (laughs) And we're not alone. This week, we have a guest. Jeremy, you want to introduce him? Yes. Um, what's, What's your favorite type of food, Jonathan? Um, breakfast food. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. Well, um, if you like pork chops for breakfast, you'll also like him as a, a third co-host, special guest. Special guest. So, you got that right. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome pork chop, a.k.a. Hey, Peyton Francis, <laughs> to Inside Quotes. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for, thanks for inviting me. It's, this is it's already been fun. I like it. <laughs> so first of all, we need to we need to discuss the pork chop in the room, mm-hmm. and we need an explanation on why your name is pork chop. Why do you go by pork chop? So it's actually my dad's nickname in college when he went to RDRFC, um, <laughs> and so I was I was born a wee lad around ninety nine. Grew up for six years. Was a stud in baseball. Got on the all-star team in a small town called Fairview. And we had three Peytons on that team. And so my dad was like, you know what? I think he's time to take on the family name. And so the back of my jersey <laughs> has Fork Chop on it instead of P. Francis or something like that. So. <laughs> P. Francis. <laughs> yes, sir. P. Francis, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Hey, you got that right. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> wrong movie. <laughs> oh, and wrong me, name. Me and Jeremy were in uh, Boy Scouts growing up. And when I was in, I think before Jeremy even joined, uh, there was three different Jonathans in the troop. 
Yeah. And so I, I was known as JJ to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I can I can definitely relate with having a name that everyone has like that. Oh, yeah. And then you can't do anything about it. You're just stuck with it. So you're just like, yeah. you know what? It's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. It's got to get a ring to it. So Some people oh, like man. to call me Jeremy. They call me Eddie. Hey. They call me They called me Eddie. So we haven't met. You went to mm-hmm. school with Jeremy? I did not. No. No? I did not. Uh, I think the first time we met was at Camp Rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, and so. With the Jonas Brothers? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was Kevin. I was Kevin, you know, the quiet one. (laughs) So So we met as camp counselors at this local camp in Mm -hmm. Tampa, Florida called Camp Rock. Mm -hmm. And it's better than the movie. I will say that. I would, yeah, there's a lot more drama than the movie. A lot more drama. No quesh, 100%. No quesh. No quesh. Um, yeah, it's this camp that's similar to Camp Rock, only mm-hmm. these kids are actually good at music, and it's quite <laughs> impressive. Yeah, they blew me away. It was a crazy, that was, that was so fun. So, uh, so we've already covered the first two movies, and we've kind of talked a little bit of our experience watching these. You want to talk about a little bit of, I don't know, the first time you saw these movies? and. Yeah. Um, what order so, you saw them in? Yeah, yeah. So the first one that I remember watching, and I know I watched the other ones previously before, but D3 was actually my favorite out of all of them. Um, yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, we had it on VCR, and I watched it so many times that it quit working, which I think is a big thing to do. Um, Bro, don't you mean VHS? <laughs> oh, sorry, VHS, I'm sorry. I apologize. VHS, yeah. Unless, unless um, you had a D three themed VCR, at least cool. he said VCR. Because I've I've gotten to the point where I start saying VHS player. I'm like, what am I even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, growing up in Nashville, like we had the Predators. Right when I was born is when they started playing. Um, so I started watching D three and these kind of movies, and I just was really fascinated with hockey. And yeah. That's actually how I started loving hockey was because of these movies. No lie. Oh, same so, here. Yeah. Same here. So um, these, these movies got a big part of my heart real quick. Real, <laughs> real big one. So <laughs> I, this is definitely the best sports series. For, well, besides Sandlot, I'd say, but this is probably some of the best sports movies of the 90s. Oh, yes. Without a yeah. doubt. Yeah, we've we've kind of talked about the nineties having this long history of like kids sports movies. It was just a huge thing back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember got... the nineties, right? Oh yeah. The late nineties, 99 December. 99. It was a great pop and man, I barely remember it, but so, um, was D three the first one you saw that I can remember? Now, I have the DVD of the original Mighty Ducks, and it's scratched up beyond repair. So I don't know if I watched that one and D3 and switched off. I never had D2, which I'm okay. really sad that I do because huh. it's actually a really good one. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it until later on when they released it on Disney+. Plus. But yeah, yeah really? D1 and D3, so you... yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's recent crazy. recent watch then, huh? Mm-hmm. D2? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um. And actually, last year around this time before Disney Plus had them, I actually bought a HBO membership so I could watch them. Um, oh yeah, spent yeah. like eight dollars on it for like 
three days and had to cancel <laughs> the subscription. It was so worth it. <laughs> so, oh, um, didn't, didn't you guys do that too, Jeremy? Uh, we had a already... roommate that had it, and when he moved out, he just left it on our TV. So we had it for about three or four months afterwards. So Until we, he realized we it. for free. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably still on that TV. <laughs> Man, that's that's clutch right there. Your friend <laughs> yeah. is leaving it. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, um, so we watched friend, our. What? Go ahead. I was gonna say my my friend Alex. He uh he bought a uh, a Blu-ray player, uh, on like I don't know on like Facebook Marketplace or something like that. Craigslist. I don't know. He bought it and it was logged into like the family Netflix account, and is <laughs> he still uses that. That like that Blu-ray player. He's been using it for like three years. Dude, I can <laughs> just imagine savage. the dad just being like, "Who's watching Peaky Blinders in our family?" Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> like, Timmy, stop! You're 14. Quit watching it. It's like a family account, and there's like a bunch of different different profiles, and he always uses the one that says "Babes." <laughs> oh man, that's really funny. So I've told him he's gotten like. Three hundred dollars worth of value out of that Blu-ray player, like over. How like, long is he? I think he's had it for like three years. Oh my goodness! So my my like question tw- is, how does the family not realize somebody else is watching other stuff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess they're like people keep telling us about this algorithm thing, but I've never watched anime in my life. <laughs> Why is My Hero Academia popping up? We watched Criminal Minds. <laughs> oh man that's crazy um so we watched ours in a complete different order that's kind of weird that you watched the first and then the third Mm -hmm. but we had d3 on vhs classic of course and that was it (laughs) (laughs) so we watched that one a whole bunch first and Mm then um we ended up checking out d1 or no ew ew sorry uh mighty ducks original from the library and we ended up watching that and then i ended up getting d2 on vhs eventually later but like we watched them in backwards order mm-hmm. so i i guess we have we have yet to find somebody that has seen these movies in the correct order and i feel like <laughs> if you watch d3 first and then the other ones d3 is going to be so much better because you don't it see is like I don't know. I mean, we'll talk about it later. I think, hopefully, but there's like a repeating storyline in this all three movies. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's something <laughs> I hadn't really noticed until watching it in the actual yeah. order. <laughs> You're right. I was like, wait, I've seen this before. This is the biggest deja vu ever. Especially with Bombay, because he he's a different person in every single movie. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess before we we kind of jump into the movie a little bit, you were wanting to talk about some uh, some recent developments as far as the uh stanley cup goes oh yeah i'm good with that yeah we could do that why don't you earn that c jeremy (laughs) (laughs) so last time we recorded was about two weeks ago because we've been Mm -hmm. um doing these movies a week at a time or every other week right and at that point we were still playing the islanders and as of monday Mm. your tampa bay lightning are the stanley cup champions we won that cup, baby. My, my Tampa Bay? Your Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> and, you know, Porkchop's Tampa Bay Lightning, if he wants. Ah. Since the Preds aren't even in the playoffs. 
Yeah, so. yeah I, I'll, I'll be honest. I cheered for them because they beat my boy Trotsy um, in the <laughs> conference finals because you got to stick to your roots. Um, but, yeah, I was real happy to see y'all win because I know y'all been – I think y'all were back in it like 2014, right? Something like that. We were back in it in 2014, but we yeah. lost. And then in 2012, mm-hmm. I think, to the Bruins. And yeah. But we haven't won since 2004, and I was in first grade. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't get back into hockey till like, my junior or senior year of high school. And mm-hmm. ever since, like, 2014, when we went to the th- Cup, and I was, like, so disappointed. is my first year being back into hockey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we're not going to win the Stanley Cup. But whatever. And every year, they've teased us, especially last year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember last year. Last year was just embarrassing. We had the best mm-hmm. record. We tied for the best regular season record. And we got swept by... Uh, blue Jackets, right? The blue. Yeah, we got swept by Columbus. Man. The first round. How embarrassing. I remember that. But then this I year laughing. Dude, I was I was so depressed that day. <laughs> oh man. The president's it's the president's trophy curse. Oh man. I'm, I'm, but it's real, I'm telling you. I knew from that day that we were gonna win it. But yeah, so it was an emotional month or so keeping up with it. And I'm is weird winning it. I feel like the Lightning only win the Stanley Cup during weird times in the NHL. Because last year, or the last time we won in 04, they had that strike, and they didn't have a season in 05. And so this next year, we don't know if that's going to start or not because of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so lightning strikes Whoa. when it's weird. That's I crazy. Guess, I never realized that. The dude, heck? freaky. So, Jeremy, I figured you'd, you'd be uh, wanting to brag about your uh, your recent Instagram comment yes okay so hey are you familiar with alex kalorn's uh doc talk with killer i've heard of it before but i've never okay got into it so for the listener who doesn't know or doesn't keep up with hockey at all um one of the players alex kalorn on the tampa bay lightning during the covid break during the season break they uh he decided he was going to ride around tampa bay on his jet ski and go to different athletes like all of his teammates and like the buccaneers or like raised raised players their house and interview them for like an instagram show and he became like tampa bay's number one influencer (laughs) and he has this show called doc talk and he interviews all these different athletes around tampa bay and it's just it just became so popular and it's a huge thing big part of uh the lightning and he uh before when it actually this brings it back to mighty ducks um the day they announced that hockey was coming back they recreated the quack attack is back um montage or whatever you'd call that from d2 they recreated (laughs) it on jet skis so they're like vassy let's go (laughs) that's sick you can watch it like right now if you want it's on uh it's on instagram so every day when you're done like when you win the Stanley Cup, each team, each player on the team gets their own special day with the cup to do whatever they want with it. Uh, a lot of people drink champagne out of it or put their babies in it or uh, unspeakable things <laughs> with it. Um, they just bring it to random places. And I commented on Kaloran's Instagram post saying, 
all right, you need to have Doc Talk with the Stanley Cup on your jet ski. And it got like 60-something likes, which wasn't a lot compared to however many likes the post got. But I became the top comment on there. And I got the same amount of likes as uh, Pally did. And I got more likes than Keenan Thompson, who is also a Lightning fan. And he's verified. Wait, Keenan why is Thompson, Keenan a Lightning fan out of all Because he lives in Tampa Bay. The Keenan Thompson lives in Tampa yeah. Bay. Yeah, yeah, What? Okay, now I'm mad that I moved away That's, from that. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I mean, he lives in New York, too, obviously because of SNL. But like when, yeah. during the off times, he lives in Tampa Bay. That's sick. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways, today they did a boat parade because that's just how Tampa does it. and uh. I saw a picture. He posted a picture of him riding his jet ski with the Stanley Cup. And I'm so not saying it. it was because of me, but I'm saying it's in the question. No, I'll say it, ladies and gentlemen. It's because of Jeremy Jones that the cup was on the jet ski. Did I just right influence Tampa Bay's number one influencer? Dude, wait. Possibly. Hold on. That's big brain right there. Hold on. Dude. Does that make you number one influencer? I think so. More more of a win is that I had more likes than Keenan Thompson, the inventor of the knuckle puck. Yeah. Hey, the knuckle puck is dirty. Let me tell you, it works. Dude. Jeremy, I, I think we all know who's doing this is. Who's? Bombay. Bombay. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he, got that, he got that binding contract, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, man, that, I guess that's a good segue to stop talking about actual hockey and talk about fake hockey yeah i just thought i'd pop back in like bombay at opportune moments throughout the podcast at the perfect time (laughs) all right well let's let's get into this movie i love just classic opening scene for all mighty ducks movies is the flashbacks this is probably the best one um because they all have to set up the whole story and what happened before but this one was just like they they set up the story a little too much. They're like, okay, blah, 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 blah. You won the Junior Goodwill Games. Okay, there's some more details. All right, now you're in high school, and you're getting a scholarship, and here we go. That's how we're starting it. And I'm not going to be your coach, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, and they just go straight into, Bombay, should I tell him? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Charlie's mom makes an appearance again in this movie. Yeah, wait, pause. Like, Whatever happened to his mom in Bombay? Okay, so this is another uh, victim of the flashback scenes at the beginning of a movie. Because the beginning of the movie, they were talking about how, one, Hans wasn't in the second movie. Yeah, he wasn't. His Two, Charlie's was. mom wasn't in the second movie. That strudelhead went to the it. motherland. Strudelhead. <laughs> um, but they just said, like, whenever he was talking to Charlie, he said, uh, they said his mom got remarried for some reason, just randomly within the year, year between the first movie and the second movie. Yeah. My mom got remarried or something like that. And then Gordon was like, I should have kept in touch. (laughs) I guess that means that Bombay was not a good kisser. So, 
I guess not. <laughs> um, but you but don't even like, see you don't see like a that she's married in this one though. Not it still at all. portrays her as like a single mom. You don't even see a ring on her finger, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. It, but yeah, the flashbacks they always go on for like a long time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been a lot of time going like reliving the best moments of like the first Mighty Ducks, but then it also like pivots into like trying to set up the story for this one. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like. Maybe we didn't need all all that, but actually me and Jeremy were talking about when we covered the first one, how like since we had only seen D3 at first, we were like, oh, mm-hmm. this one summarized D1. D1. <laughs> See, now I'm doing it. I know. <laughs> Mighty Ducks. My bad. I think I started that. I actually first called one. it D1 in the beginning. <laughs> I think we all are victims of that. <laughs> it's easier to say D1, but it's, yeah. it's Mighty Ducks. It's um, the Mighty Ducks. Yes, sir. We basically got all the highlights from the first Mighty Ducks, so we didn't need to actually watch it. <laughs> and I don't know about y'all, but like when I watched it again, I mean, I knew what the flashbacks meant. But if you were watching this for the first time, you're like, okay, dude oh, pulls look, up on younger. the ice. They're real young. Is that the same people? Oh, the dude just got hit with eggs. That don't make no sense. <laughs> They're celebrating now. Did the eggs work? Like, it didn't make any sense for, like, the first movie at all. I don't know. They're just trying to piece stuff together. I don't know. That's <laughs> like, it's got to start with the flashback. So let's mm. let's just pull some moments from at, the first At one. least they got rid of the Vaseline lens, like, from the first movie. All right. So they, have, they now have scholarships, full rides to this very expensive preppy private school. Eden Hall. Is it Eden Hall or Eaton? Eden. Eden. It's Eden, yeah. Am I the only one that, like, watching this as a kid, assumed this was college? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did too. I know, I, I did too. I was like, what happened to high school? They have a rough patch? Like, what's going on here? This made me believe, like, there's a lot of shows and movies where there's, like, boarding schools. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is what it was. Um, well, I guess Holes isn't a boarding school, but it's <laughs> kind of. There's Hogwarts in Harry Potter. There's Zoe 101. And I just I I just expected more of my expectations of high school were like, "Oh, boarding school is an actual thing? Is that a possibility? Am I going to move out of my parents' house in ninth grade because that'd be 14." Cool. <laughs> but no. High school was completely different than that, and this was, I was basing my whole high school career off of this movie. I, as a kid, I just thought they were like so much older, and then rewatching it later, I'm like, oh, they're only fourteen. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought that because Charlie even says at one point when he's like flirting with that one girl, is like, hi, I'm fourteen. I'm, I'm yeah, a hockey player. I like pizza, and and I like you. But they wink, look wink. way older. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that, that mean, whole scene right about, there was cringily smooth. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, I was about to, yeah, that's a, that's one thing. One thing that stuck out to me in that scene, we're probably fast forward. There's no way that innocent girl who's getting people to sign petitions listen have y'all ever listened to Pantera? <laughs> no. I'm familiar I with mean, it. Whew, I'm not a fan. I tell you. I so I was watching the movie and I saw it, he said Pantera, I was like, Oh, it might be like, you know, a nineties kind of vibe thing. Not at all. It's like heavy metal emo my parents hate me kind of stuff and i was like okay why in the world this girl's got problems if she's trying to get people to sign petitions she's looking all goody goody why (laughs) is she listening to like listening to this 
So sorry, I got excited, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Here's the deal, though. Are you also a a fan of John Woo movies? <laughs> I'm not a warrior. I'm a duck. <laughs> I love how I'm it's trying the first... to get this edgy girl to like me. I love how it's the first day of school and she's like trying to get people to sign petitions. It's like what? <laughs> Girl, I, just go to go to your home room and figure out how to get to room two hundred four. And not only that, but it. she's like trying to change the name. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all notice that? I was yeah. like, dude, this relates to our time right now. Like, yeah, I know. Crazy. What if predicting the future? Although, what's so offensive about the Warriors? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a generic term. Going back to the the boarding school uh, mm-hmm. talk. I put something together that for the first time, rewatching it this time is you, so the beginning scene where you've got like, you've got some of the the players like that are like walking to, the assembly or whatever in the auditorium, yeah, riding horses, <laughs> yeah, and they're like on campus <laughs> and they're talking about staying in the dorms and then, then you've got the other people that are like skating to school and I, I guess I put it together for the first time like oh those are the new players and those aren't like the local people to like minneapolis or whatever whoa so those are the ones that actually are staying there but the rest of them are just local and so they just Dude, live at i'm home. just now figuring this out because this, you told me that this was the first time i put that together because i always wondered what why world? why weren't they all together why were some of them like skating late to this assembly thing and some were there talking about being in the dorms and i was just, just like, like maybe the ones from i i forgot that they were not from minneapolis that make, or wherever. that makes sense from everywhere mean, on the, in the country yeah, because cowboys from Tech Dallas, mm-hmm. cat ladies from Maine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's all the new people from D two that were added to the roster that are from other places, except Dean Portman. Dude, rip in peace. I'm so mad he got little screen <laughs> time. Peace. I was man, I really wanted him to get more, but it was yeah. it was kind of cool how they brought him out. Mm-hmm. Also, I I gotta say this. Why was there not a scene where we see Coach O teaching Goldberg how to skate? I don't know. He just kind of gave up on Goldberg pretty fast. <laughs> my thing is, is how does how does Goldberg go from the very beginning not being able to control himself skating to playing defense <laughs> against varsity in a matter of he's still so cocky of how good he is. Well, I mean, no, he's a stud. He's no. That's okay. Here's my thing. Goldberg I gotta keep him in. He's on a hot streak. <laughs> Look, Goldberg gets a lot of flack, but I evaluate it because I'm I root for the big boys anyway. But <laughs> so in the scene where Goldberg can't like stop himself while they're skating back skating to Eden Hall, they jump over that bridge. Did you see how tall that thing was? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Goldberg cleared it. Now y'all might call '90s movie. But I call raw athleticism. <laughs> and it's because Goldberg's got a lot of potential. Let me tell you. I mean, stud, raw athlete. But he's... He just he's looks not, like... He doesn't practice. You know, I, I knew we forgot something. <laughs> <laughs> practice? Uh, we don't really practice. We just, like, play or play around. Yeah. He's so cocky. You'd think he, like, once he learns something, like, he... Once he learns how to skate a little bit, or he's somewhat good, he'd like practice more. But no, once once you're done, he's done. Oh, that's why I relate to Goldberg so much. Because so you're much. a lazy athlete. Yeah, 
<laughs> no, really. I go to one practice and I'm good. I'll just go to games. That's how it works. It's because his parents also own a delicatessen and they might be moving to Philadelphia soon. <laughs> I just love, yeah, he was supposed to move to Philadelphia in the first movie and he's, we're still waiting on that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're waiting on the lease. I think that's what it is. Uh, also, I also remember that scene when, when, yeah, Goldberg is like, they're skating to school and he's, He's just like weaving in and out of traffic and Charlie's trying to save him. And I remember that scene when like Charlie just clears like a moving car. He just yeah. jumps over a moving car. And I'm just like, <laughs> I always remember that scene. For some reason that during that scene where the dog's chasing Goldberg, I think of the Sandlot every time. I don't know. Why. Yes. Yes. And I don't Ooh, know if they big doggy. Of, <laughs> I don't know if they put it in there because the jets in there. Which I didn't mm-hmm. know until watching this movie, like at an older age, that Luis is yeah, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Yeah, I instantly knew that one. Mm. It as took me kid, out of the movie, to be as honest. As a kid, as a kid, I never put that together. He looks, he's so much older yeah. in this one. I always did, but I, I, I didn't. Hmm. And the porcupine hair doesn't really work either. I'm just gonna say it, <laughs> dude. He is so girl crazy in this pervy. movie that's all he is i'm, I'm just gonna oh. he's pervy he's so pervy yes. he's like benny that. the he's benny the perv rodriguez <laughs> benny the perv rodriguez is in this movie i never noticed that scene what we're talking about it never passed he like, crawls under the never, table looking yeah. up the cheerleader skirts like what the heck at a six, <laughs> just looks into the camera ball. nice yeah. That's what yeah, makes that scene. Like, he looks yeah. directly at the camera and just like <laughs> raises his eyebrows. That fourth wall is just like y'all see that? That's cool. Like who? This is a, 90s this is a movie, Disney man. movie. Yeah, that. And if that was in 2020, <laughs> at, like D3 would have gotten oh. canceled because of it. Mm. <laughs> Jonathan, you were saying earlier that this movie has like just about the same amount of cussing in it as the first one. Yeah, when when we reviewed the first one, we were talking about we always remember the first one like not being as family friendly mm-hmm. but this one had quite a bit in it as well mm-hmm. that i didn't really remember but yeah. uh i don't know i the first one still like i don't know still like rubs me the wrong way i don't know why mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know it's not a movie about the kids it's about bombay that's why i think it's more the adults in 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 this one versus like the first one has like the kids kind of using more of the language i don't know yeah mm-hmm. but anyway I think D2 In, doesn't really By adults, any... do you mean the varsity hockey team? <laughs> because they're like 30 years old. Yes, yes, exactly. Hey, but uh, shout out my boy Cole, the enforcer. Yeah. Stud. Cole. <laughs> According to IMDb, the actor that plays Cole is only two years younger than Bombay. <laughs> Emilio Estevez. Can I just so, say the mocking laugh that he had just was spot on? oh man i remember like dad was watching band of brothers and he was in that yeah that came out like like five years after and i was like whoa this guy's supposed to be in high school how is he in the military right now (laughs) it's because he's 40 years old yeah no i was I like rewatching. I was like, because I'm, I love Band of Brothers. Like, I had to do a project on yeah. that for high school, and it's I was so watching good. us sitting there. Oh, it's fantastic! And I'm like, yo, that's Bull. I was like, I've seen him. Like, 
he was crawling in sewage like in Germany. Like this dude was <laughs> yeah. <good. laughs> we've uh we've also got our boy Gunner from D two showing up again in D three as a different character. Scooter. Yeah. Scooter. Scooter. Yeah. Goalie, yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't get smart with me, goalie. <laughs> Scooter, you know better than to confuse Cole, all right? He's on our side. <laughs> hey, what are you talking about, genius? There's no trains. There's no tracks. It's cool. Without trains, there's no tracks. Also, the very introduction of the private school kids meeting the public school kids is so real life with lacrosse. It's not even funny. Like the private school kids are just like do not like public school. Whenever they play each other, like the lacrosse teams, yeah. like high schools, they do not like each other. It's it. They had that spot on. <laughs> you guys are white trash. Who you calling white trash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they give Keenan the best lines. <laughs> uh, okay, I have a question oh, though. Man. How does how does Conway fit in his uh? The OG jersey. Like, hadn't he gained like two feet in height? That I don't know. It's a, maybe it's a, he's. It's a good question. Maybe he's wearing Bombay's old one. No, he doesn't. Maybe he's getting him done. No. I like redid. Well, here's the here's the question, I guess, because he he says in at some point in the movie, like, oh, we've been together f- for four years, and so it's like in between, like, have they still been playing, like? peewee hockey and stuff in between like i don't know how much time elapses in between each movie mm-hmm. well but. they're they're four years apart the first one was in 92 mm-hmm. and the last one was in 96 so i i just assume this is ninth grade they're in seventh grade and then they're in fifth or sixth grade yeah so i don't know if they if they like went back to playing like i, I don't know if peewee hockey is the right term for it because they're older but you know I don't know if they mm-hmm. still like played seasons as the as the Ducks in between the Goodwill Games and Eaton Hall Warriors. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. And and do they call it junior hockey after Peewees? Because I know like Canada has like Conway talks about it. They have the juniors where you can play in a league and you're 17. So would yeah. would that be considered juniors? Is like 17 to like 20? Or if that's the case, then what's the what do they call it in between 14 and 17? You know, that's a question I'm going to ask Mr. Google. Hmm. So we've got squirt hockey, ages nine to ten, Pee Wee okay. eleven to twelve, Bantam thirteen to fourteen, Midget Minor fifteen and under. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, hold up. Uh, it's called under twenty. Is okay. So they changed the names recently because I guess they didn't want to have the word midget in their uh, name which is very <laughs> you can bleep me out if you want Jonathan <laughs> that's understandable um okay so it was juvenile hockey is what you're thinking mm, okay. so it goes from juvenile then to junior hockey which is under 21 years and then senior hockey there is no age limit uh, but now they're just like U7, U9, U11 U18, U15 mm. U20 very boring Nobody gets offended by those. Well, here's here's the question though. Charlie's talking about like later on in the movie when like him and him and Fulton ditch the team or whatever and play hooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we can go to the Canada we can go to Canada and play, you know, whatever you like you were saying. So mm-hmm. is it 
is it his goal to become a professional hockey player? Charlie Spazway wants to be a professional hockey player? I guess so. Let, let's talk about his, his character arc, okay? He's like, Bro, he's not, man. in the first one, he's not the best player. In the no, second one, he's, he's pretty much like put on the bench and says, you know what, I'm not a good player. I'm just going to be the I'm just going to be the coach's assistant here, you know? And that's how you know that he's not good <laughs> is when he goes, I'll do it. And the team's like, yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. That, that's good. Yeah. yeah. We want Banks and Russ. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. And, and suddenly, um, suddenly he is, you know, we all know Conway's the heart and soul of the team, right? But like, why is he the captain? <laughs> is it just because he had that growth spurt and now he's the best player on the team? Aside from Banks, who's now made varsity, maybe there's a maybe there's a scene, or maybe there's a hockey season in between these movies that we don't know about, and he yeah. was like really really good. I don't know. That's a possibility, but I just it, he he's getting a little cocky. He just goes from like being not the best player at all, being called Charlie Spazway, <laughs> to being the benched coach. You're sitting on the piney, or what? It, what was it called? Sitting on the pond pony. <laughs> You're riding the pine the pony. pony. You're riding Not the pine, pine pony, pony, bud. <laughs> As the coach. And then in this movie, he just thinks he's so good. He's so angsty. And yeah. he just thinks automatically, he goes from that to thinking he's the best player on the team. Oh, he's not a defenseman. He's a scorer. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a defenseman. I'm a scorer. Can I just say, if this dude was on like a real life team that everybody would hate him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like these, this team had to go through a lot to for them to like welcome him back with how hot, like how mu- how much of a hothead he was. <laughs> yeah, he basically got did what Bombay did in every other movie. Yes, yeah. There was no Bombay to go off the tracks, <laughs> so I guess Charlie had to take that responsibility <laughs> in yeah, the script. Ex- exactly. <laughs> Every movie, Bombay like loses his way, and Hans or or his brother Jan has to has to set him set him straight, and he just has to like take a day to himself, you know, and just think about life and go skate. And, go skate uh, on that frozen lake out there. Reconnect <laughs> back to his roots. <clears throat> yeah, and and in this movie, uh, you know, Charlie does that, and it's Bombay that has to set him, you know, back on his, you know, the right path. You know, uh, that's the the the. I don't know the structure of these movies. I guess that Bombay took Han's role mm-hmm. and Charlie took Bombay's role. Yeah. So I guess they just had to kill off Hans because he had no roles. <laughs> they should have they should have never killed off Hans, man. They should have never killed him off. There was no reason Dude, to do so. Hans, okay, I'm gonna I didn't I love Hans. I will say that. Yes. But like, dude, so irrelevant to the series. He's only there. He's only there to sit on the couch and listen to the hockey games and be like, nah, "The boy Charlie, that's 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 no way to play hockey." Uh, Bombay, what are you doing? Ah. <laughs> don't forget the angel does, joke with the ketchup bottle too. He does a ketchup prank. All he does is grind skates on his couch. He doesn't even leave the house unless it's to smoke a pipe in a press conference. And even then, like <laughs> that funeral scene wasn't funny before like I've, i remember crying as a kid watching that because it was so serious but yeah. watching it this time i was cracking up it was so funny <laughs> the music is so serious too it's it's yeah. sad and it's good 
it all it starts off with Bombay just straight up interrupting the pastor. <laughs> in like, the middle of a me, prayer, I, by the way. In the middle of a prayer. Excuse me. And the pastor's like, what? <laughs> he stands back. Mind if I what cut in? Say? He said, uh, yeah. And <laughs> he says, remember, every, every time you touched the ice, it was Hans that taught us how to fly. Yeah, that is. <laughs> so many problems with that statement because Hans did nothing. <laughs> if anything, it was Jan that taught them how to fly because he was actually yeah. involved and in got off his butt and left the shop. He's the one that got Gordon the the Hendrix hockey deal and the Junior Goodwill Games coaching job. Yeah. And he even taught like some of the kids how to skate or how Benny the Perv Rodriguez how to stop. Yeah. Like he was out he was involved, dude. Jan and Jan doesn't get enough credit. You're right. Dude, Jan was the goat. (laughs) But no, Hans taught it. He was the one teaching us how to fly. No, if anything, he just helped Bombay not be a douchebag <laughs> that's all that was hey i'll tell you oh, what though hans, hans is part hans, of the movie hans knows who can open a back door let me tell you i i think it's totally only two people that know how to open the door like you and it's either you or bombay gordon he's like so first day of school was that bad huh first day of school is that bad eh? <laughs> I never realized is is this Hans impression good? I don't know. This is the first time I've it's done pretty this. Good. It's pretty spot on. I'm not gonna lie. Hit or miss. Hit or miss. Okay, it comes in and out. I'm yeah. happy with it. Uh, <laughs> first try is good enough. I thought I'd have a fat pig. <laughs> it's a different movie. <laughs> different movie. It's we can't. A, it's an inside joke that um. Pork, from that it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So pork. Just a little briefing on our podcast. We can't go one episode without quoting holes. <laughs> Period. Or just any that. other movie. <laughs> it just I comes up. Uh. <laughs> oh, actually, pause. Did y'all catch Cowboy and um I don't know what is uh Keenan Thompson. What's what's the what's his name in the movie? It's I'm drawing Russ. a blank. Russ. 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 Yeah. When Cowboy and Russ are talking and they're talking about something, I don't Dang. know if it was in the meeting like when they were having the, no, there was like, oh, no, no, no. It was while they were walking to school. Yeah. And Cowboy's like, what'd he say? And Keenan was like, or Russ was like, it's something about shrinking sphincters. <laughs> it was during the, it was during the assembly. Yeah. Oh, okay. There it is. He was yeah, like, yeah. As we approach the new millennium, we can't avoid the specter of change. Specter. Yeah, what did yeah. he say? Specter or what? Something about a shrinking sphincter. Something about a shrinking sphincter. Other than that, the only other words that Keenan Thompson said in this movie was scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my scholarship. That that and he had that good one liner I've never caught. That um cowboy again, they're walk this is when they were walking to school. He's like, it's something about kung fu. He's like, you talking about the old kung fu or the new kung fu? The new on kung TV? fu. A cowboy's like, you gotta quit watching TV. You hear Keenan like say this suddenly. He goes, that's the safest thing to do in my hood. I'm like, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. Man, that's so funny. I, I, I love the line. I, I don't remember who he's talking to. It's someone. I don't know if it's one of the the dean, if it's the dean or something, or one of the preppy kids at the school. He's like, nice suit. Did it come with a yacht? Oh yeah, yeah. It was the it was the preppy kid. <laughs> Sorry, uh, dude. He's got great one. Russ, uh, Keenan Thompson got great one-liners, and they're talking about the ants. 
and uh, Dean Buckley, yeah. which, by the way, Dean Buckley, when I was watching it, looks a lot like Bill Nye the Science Guy. Dude, I don't know true. why. I just had that it's vibe. The bow tie. It's the bow tie. The bow tie. And he's um, also like a former biology teacher. And that makes oh, you the queen? Yeah, and he that goes, makes you the queen. queen. And the dude goes, hmm. like, that's it. That's all he <laughs> so we grew up not thinking he was Bill Nye the Science Guy, but we actually grew up thinking he looked exactly like our uncle Jimmy because he does. And our uncle was also a college professor at FC. So we're like, Oh wow. So it's exactly the same. This guy's a college professor. He taught at FC. I can definitely, I can definitely picture him leading chapel, which listener, if you don't know what we're talking about, we went to a two year private, uh, Christian college at the beginning of our, uh, college careers and we you know every christian college has to go to a chapel every every morning so that's what we're talking about and that that assembly yeah at the beginning when they're in the auditorium is it just has like chapel vibes hard yes the (laughs) red the red curtain does it for me that red curtain did it for me 100 percent. you can almost smell the seats from the 80s Dude, they, I tell you what, I would just, I just got done with Florida College last year. They still got those seats, man. Never changing. It also reminds me of a prank that I pulled in said chapel assembly, of when I unscrewed one of my friend's uh, chairs, and during like the prayer, not the prayer, during the talk, I unscrewed his chair, and he leaned over, and his chair just completely drops in the middle of assembly, and there's like 500 people in this building. And everybody heard people heard it on the live stream. It was the funniest thing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's one of my favorite pranks that I've pulled back in the day. My my favorite prank I ever pulled was is that there's a security golf cart at FC and it was broken. Yeah. Um and the reason oh, the, you told the way it was this. broken. Yeah, yeah. The way it was broken was is that the tire and axle was off. It like I don't know how, but somebody did a number on this golf cart and part of the axle and the tire fell off the back back part and i'm walking from sewers um and i see it and i'm like thinking in my head i'm like that'd be a great addition to our coffee table just put it right in the middle just have it (laughs) sticking straight up so i grabbed it just threw it over my shoulder and walked in um to the boys dormitory and like it was curfew so there's like 20 30 guys um out in the lobby and they just look at me and everybody just stops talking and i walk in and the dorm parent's not in there yet. He was doing something. And I look at everybody. I said, y'all don't say a word. This never happened. And I literally walked upstairs <laughs> and put it in my room. And they couldn't find the wheel and axle for three days until they did room checks and found it in my room. <laughs> That's kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we didn't have any place to hide it. Like, we couldn't put it in the ceiling. It would fall through. It was so heavy. We couldn't yeah. put it in the bathroom because, you know, that's obvious. So... Can we talk about that the the biggest lead blown in sports history? Yes, let's talk about this. What <laughs> happened? Bad writing <laughs> in the script. Yeah, really. Yeah, because I call like, 90s movie. Okay, so we got they're up by nine points. This team is obviously terrible for the first two periods, and then suddenly the music changes and it gets more serious, and suddenly the team is good. And they well, blow I mean, like a nine point lead. You forgot your will. Yeah, I was about to say, I think Averman was the sole purpose of why they lost. Because when you <laughs> when you pull up to that center line third period and you say, 
Just give up. It's over, buddy. Like that's it's over, know. baby. It's about to change. <laughs> like done for you. Done. You know, I I've noticed that. I feel like they do that in all the movies. At some point, like they get on a winning streak, and at some point, like they get cocky, and it cuts to like yeah. Averman saying something cocky, and then like the whole tone Relax. of the changes. It's over, baby. Yeah, I, that's just a weird way to say it. I think my favorite Averman scene in all the movies has to be when he's catcalling. Hey, better, better, hey, better, better, swing, better, better, swing. So wing. Bombay's like, dude, we're playing hockey. <laughs> hey, goalie, goalie, hey, goalie, save, goalie, save. <laughs> yes. A- Averman's my favorite, and he's got some of my favorite lines in this one. Mm-hmm. I like one that's like, we got to clean up the garbage, and he picks up the bagel. He's like, got any cream cheese? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Tell me one thing that makes a great hockey team. Great coaching, sir. Uh, great coaching. Don't try to suck up to me, Averman. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. <laughs> We're here to do one thing and one thing only. Starts with a W. To win, Coach O'Ryan, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to win. <laughs> to work. I think my other one was he goes, uh, O'Ryan says something, and Averman, you hear Averman go, does it start with a W? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it starts with a W. Confidence. But Coach O'Ryan's introduction was like cookie cutter. The tough guy. Hey, oh yeah, leader of the team. <laughs> go run some laps. How many, Coach? I don't think I ever said how many. Do it. First of all, I side with O'Ryan because Charlie was a little turd. Yes. I was constantly on Charlie's side from the first time I saw this movie. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I haven't seen the other movies yet. So I just assume he's a great player. And he's the captain, and he knows more. He knows more about the ducks than anybody else. So I trust him. But then I saw the rest of the movies <laughs> and realized <laughs> he's some angsty-looking fourteen-year-old that does not need to be mouthing off to his coach because he is not that good. I think I think Coach Orion comes off the bat just like way too hard, like yeah. just uncalled for. He bit. like he comes up and he's like, they're all messing around. Have to. They're all messing around, and he he comes up and he's like. You can call me Coach or Coach O'Ryan. And like all all Charlie says is like, well, you can call me Charlie and like reaches out to shake his hand. And it's like then he makes some uh, crack about like, oh, I guess that's what that C stands for, because it sure doesn't stand for captain. I'm like, wow, what? <laughs> it's like they had beef immediately on site. Like it was- that's, a little, that's a little harsh. That was a little harsh, man. <laughs> I will say Charlie, like, absolutely trying to make a fool of Coach O'Ryan, like, from the jump, did not help at all mm-hmm. with that. No, yeah. First impressions were real bad mm-hmm. with a lasso. Yeah. I, but you'd think, you'd think that it wouldn't be Charlie that would be in the hot seat. You'd think it'd be Dwayne, Big Tex, that would be in the hot seat for that. <laughs> but you cowboy. can't be mad. You can't mm-hmm. be mad at Cowboy, especially now that they're the Dallas Stars and not the Minnesota North Stars, which they subtly said on the way to school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which by the way lost in the stanley cup sorry i had to say that i think Char- i think charlie is obviously he's to blame too but coach is also like he's just not he's not good <laughs> and mm-hmm. he doesn't like he doesn't he doesn't warm up to the other the other players until after after the scenes where bombay comes back <laughs> mm-hmm. until then he's like he remains to be like hard-headed and a jerk and like he's mm-hmm. like the the school the school maintains that you have to have a C average to play on the team. I think that's a bad rule. Oh, thanks, coach. 
He's like, yeah, oh, great. Goldberg. He's like, <laughs> I don't want any C players on my team. You have to maintain a B average. It's like, come on, man. Also, though, we were talking about Coach Orion. Hmm. His analysis on the team, I think, was correct. Because, like, the first two movies, like, all you see is them just being very offensive, attacking, very good at scoring. You never see any key defensive plays at all. Yeah. And, like, Orion hit that on the head. Like, yeah, they, they need to be a two-way, you know, a two-way team in order to hang out with the big dogs and play high school hockey. So. That's for sure. Yeah, I agree. I mean, when he does have his moments of, like, actually coaching and stuff, he has good stuff to say. I agree. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they need to learn defense. And he also has this, like, speech about, you know, taking, taking uh, you know, when – I don't know, hard times come in life, being able to take that and turn it into something good or something like that. Mm -hmm. You don't understand at the time that he's referring to like his daughter and why he had to quit hockey and stuff like that. But which was just such a weird transition, but they could have found a different way besides Bombay just showing up out of nowhere at the foot of Charlie's bed (laughs) saying, all right, come on. I got to show you. I thought we'd spend the day together. Ice rink with one spotlight where it's only showing those two. <laughs> skating on the rink with a wheelchair daughter. I don't know. I feel like a better scene possibly would have been like if while Conway and Fulton were playing hooky, like they see Coach Orion and yeah. his daughter. That, that would have been, been perfect. perfect. But it was just, I felt like it was just another way to add Emilio Estevez in it and be like, hey, we got him again. Here he is. Hey, we got to have like you for him. at least at least five minutes in this movie. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. <laughs> I. I'm curious. Either, either he got like a a major like payout on this movie, or he had just signed a contract for three movies and he had to be in it contractually. Like I don't know. That's but probably like, what it was. Like the, I mean, like the case. It's a you know the the VHS case or whatever. It's just like Emilio Estevez D three, and it's like he's barely even in the movie. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And didn't he end the cover of the uh, VHS box? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's on the cover as if he's the coach. <laughs> That's why it's, it hit us so hard when he announced it at the beginning of the movie. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. they're the the Mighty Duck series is the best at not spoiling anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, spoilers don't really matter. That's the only <laughs> big thing. But like, I assumed since they put his face on the on the VHS, he's going to be the coach this time. I had thought nothing mm-hmm. different. It threw me for a loop. I I think my favorite part with the whole putting Bombay in where he doesn't need to be was at the very end where everybody's celebrating and then we just pan out to the hallway oh yeah and you see a, you see bombay walking i was really hoping watching it this time i was really hoping for a breakfast club where he just put that yes. hand up while walking and i would have been like dude <laughs> that's why they put him in there it makes so Don't much sense now forget about me <laughs> but they didn't yeah. do it a wasted opportunity let's talk about the are there any updates on this disney plus series no, I don't think. Oh, so. oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pumped for yeah. it. When's it coming out? It's coming out next year, right? Like next summer. I don't know I don't... anything about it. All I know is that he's confirmed that he's going to do it. Yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to do it. <laughs> on on Wikipedia, I think it talks about Bombay coaching like a new squad of kids or something like that. So that's probably what it is. And, and it might have some cameos cool. from original ducks, but that's probably all that we'll see. He's going to play Hans now that he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) He's just an angel. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Charlie. (laughs) 
that's stupid. I hated that. I don't really like Hans in this movie now. The more I watch yeah, it. Yeah, when he said that at the end, he just it was knew just he like, was gonna die. Yeah, that was my thing watching it again as a 20-year-old being like, wait, he just said goodbye, Charlie, like he knew he was gonna die. He, he just straight up died on that couch then, right then. Goodbye, Charlie. Like, how does he know he's gonna die? Why didn't he say call 911, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> they kind of like foreshadow a little bit at the beginning of the scene. He's like coughing a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but like, which I don't know. Anyway. Oh no, he's got <laughs> Hans has got Corona. It's just like, it's straight up tuberculosis. It's so sad watching it for the first time, but like now yeah. rewatching it, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so cheesy. It's not even funny. <laughs> I was like, can we just have yawn, please? And Jan didn't even show up to the funeral. Yeah. So what a what a fake brother not showing uh, up to the what funeral. A strudel head. Strudel <laughs> head. Um, we were talking about that first practice earlier. Or yeah, first practice where Goldberg has to ride the pond, and then yeah. we go to that next scene where the cat lady is taking advice about nutrition from Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> she just believes him. She's so gullible. Like how how dumb are you? Listen to a big dude about health food <laughs> and him shoving pastries in your face going carbo load. Huh. It's packed with carbs. <laughs> it's no he says it's packed with energy. <laughs> the reason he's trying to get her to do that is like um he's talking to Averman in the lunch line. He's just like, you know, do you mm. think if I lost a few pounds, maybe I could get back, you know, to starting or whatever. And he's like, might be easier to get her to gain a few. Dude, that's <laughs> one of my favorite lines. That's so underrated. Averman has to be like top tier. Like he, he makes the series. In my, like, oh man, hilarious. Oh, we didn't talk uh, about the, the brownies. Let's do oh, it. Oh, I forgot yes. about it. Yeah. Gotta tell my mom to stop using the horse turds in the recipe. <laughs> But yeah, I love that. I love that. He's he's walking in. He's got the bag and he's trying to walk past them purposely so that they grab it. He's like, oh, man, my mom made me brownies. Come on. (laughs) My mommy made me brownies. Yeah, fresh warm ones, too. (laughs) (laughs) He's got fresh warm brownies just chilling in their lunch bag in the middle of the day. Must have been scorching hot. (laughs) (laughs) That that is a quote that me and Jeremy say a lot. It's just like, oh, come on. My mom made me brownies. <laughs> we don't have any context to that either. If we just think it no. fits, it, we just yeah. say it. Yeah. So me and Jonathan <laughs> communicate solely, like probably like 70% of all of our communication is through our childhood movie quotes, which is why we called this show Inside Quotes, because it's our inside jokes, but they're movie quotes. That's awesome. I think part of it, too, is we just try and think of the most random movie quote it's and try game. and surprise <laughs> each other with it. And we're like, oh, what's that from? Shoot. Oh, man. It's like me and my sisters with vines. Oh, yeah. I guess that's the the younger generation. It's a language. I'm convinced. So, yeah, after that that first game, they come back to the locker room, and the varsity team is, like, throwing all their clothes into the showers. I didn't realize this movie's full of pranks. Good pranks. Yes. I feel like the second act of this movie is just like them getting revenge, you know, payback for each prank, you know? Yeah. Oh, but it's the best. I remember seeing, 
the movie the first the first time and like that shot of their clothes in the shower i don't know if it just looks weird if it's the steam in there it almost looks like they burn the clothes mm. <laughs> i don't know i guess they just threw them in there to get them wet but you think that's the reason why they use nitrous oxide on their on the varsity's letterman i feel like that's the coolest prank yeah that's probably the coolest one but mm-mm. no the ants the brazilian fire ants that was the coolest. That was most elaborate. Mm-hmm. They tied each other's doors shut like we used to do in in the dorms. <laughs> that one that one has the be- most like payoff because they're able to see their reactions. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're yeah. like out, out, you know in the hall waiting for him. But yeah, that when they like freeze the that's it's just a cool scene. It's like so serious too. They come in. It's like it's almost like their entire locker room is frozen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just O'Reilly just goes ducks. <laughs> just smashes it. Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Docs. Every varsity sucks like, ice. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a every uh antagonizing team in these movies always has to say ducks. <laughs> it's like Scooby Doo. Like you meddling kids, ducks. But also, I forgot yeah. to put in that. that I, I mean, we're way past it, but I have it as a note. That oh, game where they lose and blow the nine zero lead or whatever, Charlie should have been ejected. He should yeah. have got an unsportsmanlike. Like, Dude, yeah, that's Hockey an injection. Matter in this movie, in any of these no. movies, no, they no, don't. Yeah, he's a brat in this movie. It's, it's, it's. He's not. He's not behaving. He's worse. He's more angsty than Harry Potter was in Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> and that's saying something. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Talking about Charlie a little bit, I feel like if we didn't grow up with this, if we watched it as adults, we would just hate him, and he'd be oh, very yeah. annoying. Facts. I'm glad, I'm glad I like him still. It's like backwards for oh. us, because we watched the other two, and we're like, I don't like Charlie in this movie. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we shouldn't like cool Charlie in D3. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, the first movie, when he wouldn't drop, you know? Bombay was yeah, trying mm-hmm. to get him to drop on the ice. That's where I lost all respect for him. Yeah. You got to play dirty, man, to get the dubs. Act hurt. Get indignant. <laughs> Take the foul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that dinner scene, though, I, I, always, I like that, that line that the cowboy has when he's like, Waiter, I, I got too many forks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yes. well, what's this little bitty one for? <laughs> I love how he's laughing. Yeah. He almost broke that roommate. Thing. Yeah, it reminds me of my old roommate from Texas who he just talks like cowboy too. And whenever I see that, I just see my roommate going, up, waiter, I got too many forks. What's this one for? It's a little tiny one. I, just starts- Anytime like I'm at some like nice place or something or some banquet or something, there's like multiple forks. I think of this scene. <laughs> it's like, I, I only need one. <laughs> Who's Captain Tibbet? <laughs> No man, it means to be to determined. Be oh, that makes sense. No, no it doesn't make no sense at all. <laughs> You're the captain, Charlie. <laughs> He's so stupid. I I like that the side story of like um Kenny Wu like trying to learn how to trash talk and stuff. <laughs> hey, 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 no, number forty four. You 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 play you you play you uh you you don't play so good. <laughs> I'd probably try and get to the point a little quicker. Yeah. Hey, number nine, bite me. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. Hey, ref. Oh, choose choose a different target. On a different target. 
my favorite like song that's in the movie. There's not a lot of music, but this uh, grade nine song by Bare Naked mm-hmm. Ladies is like mm-hmm. iconic. I love this mm-hmm. song. Which we were referencing earlier. Yeah, I was referencing it, referencing it earlier with when I said, they call me Eddie. <laughs> this is the part <laughs> in the song where it like says that. This I don't know if it says it in the movie. Nine, baby. Yeah, this is me in grade nine. This, this is me in grade nine. nine. <laughs> I got a blue so red Adidas bag and a humongous binder. Found my locker and I found my classes. I lost my lunch and I broke my glasses. That guy is huge. That girl is wailing. First day of school and I'm already failing. This is me in grade nine, baby. This is me in grade nine. This is me in grade nine. This is me in grade nine, baby. This is me in grade nine. I got a blue and red Adidas bag and a humongous binder. I'm trying my best not to look like a minor nine. How do they get the money to buy all those foods? It's called Disney. I was thinking that. It is called Disney. Mm. Bro, Charlie's mom works at a diner. She does not have that allowance money to give him. I don't know that. (laughs) It could be a Disney diner. Oh, man. But yeah, that hooky scene was really fun. I was going to say, after um, Charlie spends the day with Bombay and they hug it out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, He comes back. He shows up at the bus. He's like, he wants to, coach, I want to be on the team again. I want to play two-way hockey. You know? Hey, Keenan Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, coach, I want to play two-way hockey. Play two-way hockey. You should have seen your face. Man, he dissed you bad, G. Yeah. <laughs> and old Bill Nye, the science guy, had to come and ruin things. Just thought I'd let you know, we're ending your scholarships. Hey, Eden Hall is so corrupt, man. Like, dude, yeah. you don't see that anywhere. Like, that's such a Disney thing to do. Oh, if you guys and don't it's play high good. school too. Like, what in the world? Yeah, you're not even doing that to the kids. Dean. You're doing it to the parents. Of all people, is the academic dean do too? Going, hey, by the way, your grades are great, but you're not playing well. I'm gonna take those scholarships back. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's a scene when uh, Julie like makes a uh, a save in the goal, and the dean is like, she's an A student too. Yeah. <laughs> the dean was the only person that ever talked besides that overly passionate history teacher <laughs> i don't even think i don't even think riley's oh. smashed the gnome on the desk history is a giant right in front of fulton and did you see fulton's face it's like horror just scared <laughs> dwarves on the giant of history <laughs> makes no sense Ooh, the other teacher was the principal from the first movie, if you didn't notice that. I I, I read a, a, oh. some trivia on IMDb. I, yeah. I didn't notice it, though, when I watched it. <laughs> Me either. I will say they got Every Tuesday, we're going to have a quiz. Every Wednesday, we're going to have a pop quiz. Every yeah. Friday, we're going to have an exam. And every day, I'm going to feel like if I want to have another. <laughs> they hit the, they hit <laughs> yada, the yada, 90s yada. school montage, like, on the head Dude. once again. Except for the, they didn't have the Bueller. The Bueller guy. Bueller, uh, Bueller, Bueller. This stupid structure, uh, it's not stupid, I guess, but it's its very predictable for every kid's mm-hmm. sports movie from the 90s is to yep. where you you know who the worst team, who the hardest team to beat is. The worst team is, well, no, the best team, but like the antagonist. You know who the antagonists are because they're the best team. Yeah. From the right off the bat, and 
you can't go through an entire 90s kids sports movie without that team playing them first at the beginning and then getting creamed. Yep. Yep. And then you have to have that redemption story. But it's, it's just very predictable. I don't know. Can I just say, I absolutely love the Mighty Ducks jerseys. And this, yes. And like oh, the, yeah. D2 Wait, and D3. Are... D2? The one, that they yeah, were, yeah. the one that they were rocking in D2 and D3. The original not, Disney not the version ones. ones. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I like both and I of them. Personally, but... Yeah, I personally think that the real Anaheim team, which, by the way, Charlie mentions them when he's being all smooth with the, the girl who listens that to That was Pantera. weirdly meta. You know, they yeah. named a team after us. Professional Which is team. true. It is but true. I, I still think they need to keep those those jerseys and those colors because those are sick. They switched them back to orange and black, and it's just They're like not good. a web foot duck. Maybe if they change it back, they'll get more fans, one, yeah. and then two, they will um, be better. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll make it to the playoffs at least once at Caleb Spear. I want to see how y'all like broke down that final scene, like the final game. Like I want to hear y'all's perspective on it because I personally didn't like the showdown rewatching it as an adult. I thought it was very boring. I I remember I have a, I had a lot more thoughts that we about that first game. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That I remember that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean wasn't it wasn't it like no points until the very end? It was just right. zero zero. Basically yeah. so it, you know usually there's some back and forth. There's a lot of scoring in the Iceland Ducks show off in D2, but this one, it was just like, they were, you know, they were just keep keeping up with each other, basically the whole game. And it was just about who's going to score. You know, I'm glad they didn't go to a shootout and do that whole thing again. (laughs) Um, But yeah, what did, what did you think? At like watching it and playing high school sports, we would do what they do. We would have a freshman versus varsity or a JV varsity kind of, warm-up game kind of like how colleges do or an orange and white or blue and white game those kind of things and every single time varsity just kills them from the jump mm-hmm. and I like this movie i don't know for me it wasn't realistic being like first-hand account having playing high school football and playing those games like everyone knew it was just for fun or whatever and i understand that's the plot but I was really hoping for a lot more scoring and I understand why they didn't because their whole movie premise was about defense. So I guess it makes sense. But at the same time, like for me, it wasn't realistic whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't play high school sports, but I played through like elementary and middle school just cause me and Jeremy went to like a private school. So there wasn't like that much competition <laughs> to be on the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We were on scholarship. <laughs> But this movie prepped me for like, so basically like elementary was JV and middle school was varsity. But this movie like prepped me for like, man, like there's going to be some hardcore like rivalry between JV and varsity. And that just didn't happen. Yeah, there isn't whatsoever. Like in reality, varsity is there to help the JV kids and like we take them under their wing. Or at least this is what my senior class did with the kids that we had. I'm just speaking personal experience like. There was no beef between each other. There was no drama or anything. Like, we would practice together, you know. And, like, watching this game as a 20-year-old and, like, just sitting there and I'm watching and I'm like, okay, there's a lot of things going on that make sense. Like, Portman coming back. That was sick. Like, I I love yes. the Bass Brothers. I One thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. 
And I never realized until watching it again that Bombay says he's got a he's got an important issue in Chicago right after he is gets done with that meeting. And yes, then all of a sudden dude. Portman comes back, he's like, My attorney. And then you see just Orion go, Bombay. And I was like, Oh, okay, that makes sense as to why. You know what? But, I did not put that connection together. Dude, you didn't make any connections. <laughs> Hey, I, I made the connection- connections as an eight-year-old. <laughs> I guess I was just an avid, like, very... I guess I was just a uh, intuitive movie watcher as an eight-year-old. I guess I so. You're born for this there, Jeremy. I guess I'm just you're better than y'all. World. I guess so. <laughs> Bombay, though. <laughs> hey, but the real hero, and this is my moral of the story. Hold on, I even wrote it down. Big boys always win. My Big boy boys Goldberg. always win. My boy Goldberg putting the puck in the net. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the big yes. fellas out there. It's a, it, after he scores, he has that callback to the line at the beginning, beginning of the movie. When it's like, Charlie, don't you ever do that to me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the other way around at the beginning of the movie when Charlie rescues Goldberg. Full like, circle. Did you ever notice that, Jeremy? You never that noticed that together? one. I didn't notice that no, one. No, I actually either. noticed that one when I was seven. Yeah. Just kidding. Wow. No, I did not. That's cool. <laughs> Maybe this movie does have good writing. Yeah. I still don't understand why Goldberg was a defenseman. Like, I would love to see a montage of Orion training him how to skate and how to be a defenseman <laughs> instead of, you know. Yeah. Just... They don't really explain why he, he gets put there. I mean, it's mm-hmm. obvious why he's a defenseman because Julie is the better goalie. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know why she wasn't okay. playing all of D2. <laughs> other than Goldberg's on a hot streak, hot streak. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so i don't know i guess that if they find out he's actually a pretty decent defenseman i think just because he's scared of getting hit by the puck you know <laughs> now that he's not getting shot at all the time so he could play <laughs> he was like hey watch where you're shooting that thing <laughs> Goldberg, you're a goalie deal <laughs> yeah <laughs> And for the final game, Banks just decides, hey, I'm not going to be on varsity anymore. I'm going to play with you guys. Yeah, those yeah guys where did that mean. come from? Like, after after they have the meeting with the board and they get their scholarships reinstated, they, you know, face off with the, with the varsity team outside the room. And he's like, this time, we've got Banksy on our side. And he's like, that's fine. He wasn't really varsity material anyway. No warrior material anyway. Yeah. You see Banksy in the background just going, yeah, what's up? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I'm a duck. <laughs> like, you don't even say a word. He's just in the very back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like he can just decide to be on the JV team. <laughs> Guess yeah. so. Guess he's not worried about scouts anymore. He took Charlie's <laughs> advice. Don't worry about scouts, Adam. <laughs> we, we can't stop quoting D2 in this. I don't know why. I mean, throughout it's got a all lot our coverage, more lines. It's got it, it a lot does have lines in this movie. I, I definitely okay. So, like, our official rankings are three, two, and one. That's what that's that's mine, Jonathan. You agree? What, yeah. what are yours? Do you agree with us, or do you think one is better? I don't. I don't know. Three is my all-time favorite. No question. Yeah. Just because I have a personal connection, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. This is also the first time I've heard anybody say no quesh. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably put two over one as well. I mean, one's a great movie. Um, yeah. 
but still like two them at the the junior good the the goodwill games the the little kid olympics yeah <laughs> and i don't know for me like the scene where <clears throat> they walk like they win in d2 and they have their uniforms on still like their their sweaters and everything and they're celebrating and they pull out the flag and stuff it really reminded me of one of my favorite movies of all time miracle and i think that's why yeah. i love d2 so much mm-hmm. yeah and, and above the mighty ducks is is for that sole reason honestly we we agree we 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 think the first one's the weakest one i mean it's yeah. it's the one that starts it all out and everything mm-hmm. but not for us D3 think, starts it all out for us. Well, true, right. true. Because we watch these backwards order. Yes, um, but like a lot of the players from the original one don't carry on to the second one or the third right. one. So it's like, you know, a lot of the original squad, you know, this, we just, we don't, we didn't really connect with that original group mm-hmm. as much as like, you know, the later D2. group that comes. So I think D2 um, players are basically the heart and soul of the series. Yes. They mostly I've, stay I've, on. Is there anybody I, new? in the third one at all there's no one new and the only people that dropped off i think was well jesse jesse was jesse in d2 yeah Yeah. he was in d2 i always wonder what happened to him in d3 was he just not good enough like and if he wasn't good enough then why was he on the goodwill games i'm sure they explained it i'm sure they explained it probably on the walk to school or something but i don't i don't think they did I it's kind of I forgot about him. And didn't they forget about the chubby dude from the Mighty Ducks, the one that found the magazines? Oh, Carp. Carp, yeah. From the first boy. one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he in D two. No, yeah, wasn't. there's the people that left after the first one was Carp, um, T- Tammy and Tommy, Timmy and Tam, Tommy and Tammy, um, Jesse's brother Terry. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, I can't remember Peter, right? Peter. That was his name. Peter. Yeah, he was my favorite one. Yeah, of the there was like five of them that didn't go on, move on to the second movie, and then then Which we got a whole. Uh, he was like the short short kid with the le- leather jacket. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I thought that was uh, I thought that was still the jet. Not gonna lie. No, no you no. thought that? That's cool. Yes. Hold up. No, he's a, he's a new addition in in D two. Yeah, he was the he was the Miami. Right. Yeah, he was the Miami hot rod or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you got you got Lewis, Kenny Wu, Julie, Dwayne, and Russ. Oh, and Portman. Portman. So, um, do you have any other notes you wanted to points you wanted to talk about or? Ooh, um, it's about a quote. And it's about Portman when we see the yeah. enforcers go at it in the showdown. You know you're dead meat when someone calls you sunshine. Like that's when you <laughs> know it's over with. And that that scene, I forgot about that scene where he flies through the boards and through the glass. Oh yeah. And, hey, we're just warming up. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's so funny, man. And then, and then he gets then... sent to the box and starts stripping. And all the ladies in the crowd the are going wild. part of the movie? Are you kidding me? Where he's doing the Egyptian walk? <laughs> that, nothing like that gets me hyped. Well, Jeremy, I think we've come to the end of our Mighty Ducks journey here. Any uh, closing thoughts here? Oh, I never said it. This series was just a pure staple of our childhood. 
<laughs> and by that, when I say staple of our childhood, I mean staple of our childhood. <laughs> and and I think we stand by our our uh, our rankings. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice that you think the same that D three is the best because you know we haven't really heard from anybody else, but we assume like there's got to be people that are like Mighty Ducks purists that just oh, like yeah. oh none of them are as good as the first one, and and they would I've be heard, wrong. You know, I, I even read some reviews on IMDb and like the reviews are kind of like split. There's like either people say this is the best of the franchise or they're like, this is total garbage. It doesn't live up to the original mm-hmm. two. And, and like, I just don't know. It seems very much in line with the others. I don't you can tell the budget is a little bit less on this one. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, other than that, like this is the best one. You don't need mm-hmm. you don't need that fancy Hollywood money. Make a <laughs> right. good movie. <laughs> Hey, by the way, thank y'all so much for like inviting me to the like last one of the series. Like, I feel honored. Dude, our pleasure, dude. Yeah, it's been it's We're been fun. Have- I didn't even I didn't even know it'd been two hours. Like, I thought it was forty five minutes tops. Like, <laughs> I got work tomorrow at six, man. It. Oh boy. <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap this up. Um, first of all, Pork, would you like to plug your own podcast that we haven't talked about? Yeah. Yet? Yeah, um, so me and my dad over quarantine started a podcast um, it's called Pork and Son. He's Pork, <laughs> I'm the son. <laughs> um, and we've been real spotty lately, but we're going to start picking it back up because I just finally understood how to put everything on an actual like podcast, like uh, a podcast platform like Spotify and iTunes. Pork, you just invented, accidentally invented the best name ever. For Spotify what? podcast, the Spodcast, dude. What? Why isn't? Why <laughs> am I not working podcast. for Joe Rogan right now? Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. But yeah, um, basically what we talk about on Pork and Son, uh, is just anything and everything. We've talked about uh the playoff, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, sports is happening. We really talk a lot about college football because I was born and raised in the South. SECs in our blood. Um, but yeah, yeah it's a good time. A lot of arguing between son and father where I don't have to get grounded. It's real nice. So, hey, <laughs> yeah. that's great. Um, so, and you're on Spotify now, you said? Oh, we're about to be. But right now we have, a Facebook, we have a Facebook page right now. We've got a couple of live videos on there if y'all want to go check it out. Um, it's called Pork and Son. Uh, pork, P-O-R-K, the letter, or not the letter, but the uh, little and symbol. And then son, S-O-N. So, but yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, yeah, go ahead and check out Pork's podcast, Pork and Son. <laughs> oh, by the way, whenever you have a kid, you need to name him Beans, and have your own podcast, oh, Pork and yeah, Beans. Yeah, my firstborn middle name is going to be Beans now. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> my kid's gonna, my kid's gonna hate me. <laughs> so our show art was done by Bryce Bridgman, and you can find him on Instagram at Groovy Bridge. And you can find us on Instagram at Inside Quotes Cast. All right. Well, Jonathan, since we it is your turn next week, why don't you go ahead and give us a hint? I don't want to. Come on. Do it. Do I have to? Do it. All right, well, until next week, guys, all I can say is quack, 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 quack.
That's about it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys. See ya.